Welcome to the third season of Humans of SDU. We open the season with Danny, who is um, my, Sofia's new flatmate in Odense. She arrived just under a week ago <laughs> at the time of uh, recording. And she was kind enough to join us and record an episode with us. I have uh, Navina with me as my co-host. Enjoy! So today we are joined with Danny. So could you introduce yourself maybe (laughs) shortly? Yeah, what can I say? I I come from Costa Rica. Um, I'm just new here. I'm here as an Erasmus student. So I'm just going to be here for six months. Um, I live in Frankfurt right now. So that's why I was able to do an Erasmus. And um, yeah, I'm studying literature, so that that would be me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great. And at the time of recording, it's like the first week of September, so that means you've only been here for a week, right? I've only been here for a week, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and how how was it? <laughs> how was like the yeah? It's it's it was a lot <laughs> at the beginning. I was really tired the first days for some reason. I think. Just getting to know a lot of people at the same time and like learning their names, where they come from, what they're studying. I found myself asking people like the same question again and again. Um, but it's been fun, to be honest. Yeah, um, there's so much, so many events here. Like you have so many options if you want to do something. There's never like a time you can just be at home and not have anything to do. Yeah, that's the first two, three months. Yeah, okay, I like that. <laughs> so, yeah, get used to it. Yeah, so, yeah, and then just I got myself a bike, like, the second day I was here, and it's been great, because I can get everywhere with a bike. Yeah, that's a good bike hack, yeah. It's lovely, it's lovely, like, the city's made for bikers, like. That's the first step of living in Denmark, you need a bike, Mm -hmm. especially if you're a student. Yeah. (laughs) So you're already, like on your way to, yeah, yeah, you're already set. Yeah, so, yeah, but my major starts... Like, my classes don't start until next week. So I've had a lot of time off this week to get to know the city. I went to the zoo the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been joining, like, random dance classes, like, every day. There's this dance class on Wednesdays for free at the harbor. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like some salsa at night. It's, I think, what it's called. But mm-hmm. it was really fun. And, yeah, just trying to see what I'm going to be doing my time off. So do you like, uh, what kind of types of dances you like? You mentioned um, now salsa. Is there any other? I feel like salsa is just because of where I'm from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you, you're conditioned to like it somehow. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's sort of in your blood. Like you just move and you know how to. Like I've never taken any classes, but I went there and I already knew how to do the basic steps. Oh, that's great. Because like, uh, yeah. Couldn't be me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't You don't like dancing? I mean, I like it, but I, I'm really bad at it. <laughs> Same. <laughs> oh, but that, the point is to have fun. Like mm. it doesn't matter if you're good or not. Like yesterday I went to a hip hop class. And I am, um, yeah, <laughs> that was something else. I'm not that good. But it was so much fun. So as long as you enjoy it, nobody is like looking at you anyways. Yeah, Everybody's paying attention to what they're doing. Yeah. So if you like it, then go for it. Mm. Yeah. That's a good, good, good advice. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Just throwing advices <laughs> here and there. Yeah. Sharing my wisdom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and maybe. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Um, I was just gonna ask. This is maybe a kind of a basic question we ask a lot of our international guests. It's fine. What made you choose to come to Denmark of all places you could go to? Oh wow! I wish I had a more interesting answer to that. People have been asking that. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, because of my major, I wanted to go to the UK because it makes more sense. I'm studying English literature, so but. Um, that was not an option anymore because of Brexit, obviously. Yes. Mm. So then after that, my university was just giving the option of Denmark. Um, so I saw it and I'm like, okay, why not? I've, I went to, I've been to Denmark before, just once, before COVID started. <laughs> I'd say like February 2020, I was here in Copenhagen. I know that's not how you say it, but I'm going to say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I really liked the city. It was just, it was just so like environmentally friendly mm. and like, I don't know, just, it was, it was something else. So when I saw that as an option, I said, why not? So that's why I'm here. <laughs> yeah. For like, are you, for how long have you been here? Me? Yeah. I was born and raised here actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm the only Danish member of this podcast. Okay. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. yeah. You're always trying to have one Danish person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah At least. I mean, of <laughs> yes. course, we would love to have more, but... But it's okay. It's yeah. nice to meet international people, of too. Of course. Yeah. I think that I'm, I'm probably going to be starting lessons soon, like the language lessons. Mm? Let's see how that goes. I think it sounds so different than how you write it. Yeah. So it's it's very tough, I think. Yeah. It's very tricky, Danish. Mm. Do you know any words so far? Just like small <laughs> words? Tak. <laughs> That's all I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you speak German, so you um, in reading you understand some some more. Exactly. Yeah, I was surprised. I was able to. I think I told you about this. Yeah. But I was able to book the train from Copenhagen to here mm. in an old Danish like website, mm. and I was surprised with myself how much I could understand just by knowing German because the words are kind of similar. Yeah. But if somebody talks to you, it sounds completely different. Oh yeah, mm. especially here in yeah. in Fyn, That's yeah. And yeah. I keep getting my languages mixed in my head. So <laughs> when I go to the cashier to buy something, they're like, "Do you want the receipt?" It's just, I think that's why I'm guessing that's what yes. they're saying to me. And then I just reply in German. And then I'm like, oh, no, what am I doing? Is it's complicated. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny because yeah, for listeners, uh, Danny and I, we we are uh, flatmates, yeah. so sometimes we get confused by the languages, and it's so funny because I don't speak German, but when Danny replies in German, like very simply, I understand. You understand, that. <laughs> yeah. And then it like like five minutes pass, and then Danny is like, "Wait, was that in German?" Like, and she's like, "Yes, <laughs> but I understood, yeah. so it's no problem." <laughs> it's just so funny that. Yeah, we... yeah, I'm so lucky I got you as my flight as my flatmate. <laughs> yeah, I'm also lucky with you. So yeah, it's, it's very nice. It's been it's been so nice. Yeah. Yeah. At the beginning, because I talked to a lot of other Erasmus students, and they're all, most of them are in like big houses with a lot of other Erasmus students. Mm-hmm. So they already have like big groups of friends that are like learning the to explore the city and like learning the language and doing everything for the first time. So I was a bit jealous of that because I'm like, I'm here and like, you're already doing your master thesis. Yeah. So, um, yeah, she's a really busy person with the podcast and all. <laughs> um, but I I come to you for all the tips because you've already been here for a while. So I can ask her everything. She already knows. So that's also good. Mm. 
yeah, in my experience, Erasmus students are usually living in these bigger houses. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that our landlord is not fond of um, hosting Erasmus students because you live here for just a short period of time. So mm-hmm. they like um, um, tenants with a longer lease. But um, I, in the beginning, I was also a bit jealous of people who live in these big party yeah. houses. But I think... We are luckier because then you get to go home. Like, uh, uh, there is some very nice Erasmus house uh, very close to us. Okay. But it's like they have parties every time. So, like... You don't it's, have, and, like, time off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, when I when I went over there and it's, like, like it was way before COVID. So, like, there was, um yeah, like, a yard in the middle. And I... I'm not gonna lie, it was at least a hundred people there. Oh my god! So okay. then, and like, like then twenty more in in each uh, house because <laughs> it's like four houses together, and then someone is playing beer pong. So that's nice to be, but it's not a great place to live. <laughs> so yes. it's nice that it's you can nice go, to go home. And visit, yeah. But you have your time yeah. off when you go back. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Nice to have some privacy just to be by yeah. yourself sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I was talking to this girl. Um, she's from Germany and she said yeah I have a ton of roommates it's really nice but sometimes my social battery is like really low yeah. mm-hmm. and there, there's always something happening because there's so many of them that she's like sometimes I just want to like have a little chill time by yeah. myself <laughs> yeah so but I think with like winter days coming that'll be a, a bit more like that's going to be happening yeah whether we want it or not mm. you're gonna it's gonna get more chilled I think or more house yeah. parties, who knows? More, yeah. I think, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, are there any places in Ulan that you would like to, like, explore? Like, maybe you have heard of any something that you, where you thought, like, hmm, I want to try that, or anything like that? Um, no, I, I'm sure, th- is there a castle nearby? I yes, castle. The, yeah. the, is there? Egasco Castle. Egasco. Yeah. I actually don't know that one. That's there embarrassing. Is, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's not that close. It's like I know with with car it's like an hour. I've never been there, but yeah, there's a lot of castles. I don't know, oh, like okay. in Ulnzu in specific, but like around Denmark. Yeah. Okay. You yeah. should definitely like explore Denmark if you can while yeah. you're here. Yeah, I'll do that definitely. Mm. Yeah, I um was thinking maybe <laughs> where is Legoland actually? Like Legoland. I, it's in Bilund. Yeah, Bilund. Okay. That's yeah, I would a, love to go to Lidl. Yeah, that's about maybe a bit over an hour away from here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's not that bad. Mm. It's really fun. Okay. I love it. Yeah. I was there all the time as a kid. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was obsessed with Legos. Do you even pronounce it Legos? We say like Lego. Okay. Okay. Lego. That's good. Now yeah. I learned the right pronunciation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been saying it wrong this whole time. <laughs> yeah. Nah, it's like the international way of saying it. Funny how I say yeah. Legos. Because for me, it has to have an S at the end because there's so many of them. Mm. It's not like you're playing <laughs> with one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah. You can't just play with one Lego, mm. you know? <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I want to go there. I'll, mm. I'll do that one day. One tip, like, uh, they usually do something around Halloween where they, like, you know, uh, put a lot of Halloween decorations up. Oh, like a theme it, party? Yeah, in, like, the entire park. I've been there like once at Halloween. It was really fun. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, that's well, really cool. My birthday's really close to Halloween, mm-hmm. so normally, my for me the Halloween party is always my birthday party. Mm. So let's see, maybe I'll go and celebrate my birthday and 
Legoland. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, actually Halloween is very special here in Odense. Okay. Because um, we have... Um, how is it called? It's like... It's not allowed to be called the Harry Potter week anymore. Oh, yeah, the magic... But there's the a magic, magic festival. festival. Oh. You don't know that? No, I actually don't. I've okay, so like actually before uh, Halloween, it's like a whole week or even two weeks of festivities. Nice. Like there are so many Ooh. things happening downtown. Oh, wait, yeah, I think I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah there yeah, are people yeah, dressed yeah. up as um, as characters from Harry Potter. I mm. just know that, <laughs> that, yeah. that Warner Brothers actually like... Season desist? season this is yeah because that? it's like you're not allowed to use our name yeah oh, okay. it's copyrighted oh, so okay, they are okay. very very picky about it like oh my god wow like student because the student host they host the quiz night okay and they are not allowed to call it like harry potter, <laughs> quiz harry potter anymore. Quiz no oh it's god. like magic quiz and everything like that <laughs> That's it's crazy. so yeah that's so weird like like Harry Potter, the franchise is such a big, big thing, yeah. and we're just a little small city in the oh, middle of little care? Denmark. Yeah, yeah it's and it's also it's like, like the thing. nobody's profiting that mm. much. Like, okay, we go to student house and then <laughs> buy a beer or like mm. one soda. Like, yeah, not, it's not yeah. like people are not going to go to Harry Potter Universal Studios yeah. instead, and they're gonna come here to Denmark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. But yeah, so I, I think that's that's special. That's that something. sounds fun. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm up to like I love getting all dressed like in costumes and stuff yeah. <laughs> before this interview Sophie told me a bit about you just okay. to brief me for the interview you know okay what did she say she said there was something funny about your age I asked how old you were and she said that she wanted you to say it instead if you yeah. wanted to I've, I've lived about I want to say 10 lives that's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's what it sounded like when she said she was like, you're from Costa Rica, but you lived in New York, like in yeah. America, and then you came to Germany, now you're in Denmark. Yeah, well, I was just like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I moved to America when I was seven. Um, and I lived in Florida there for about, um, I think, like almost two years. Mm -hmm. And then I moved back to Costa Rica. And then... Um, uh, then I moved a lot like in Costa Rica as well like around Costa Rica just um yeah parents divorce blah 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 my mom just like getting work mm. in a different place so we just moved around a lot so I changed schools I think about three times um yeah or three four oh my god four times yeah it's just <laughs> for people that can't yeah. watch I'm just <laughs> counting with my fingers like a little girl <laughs> Um, yeah, so I just think I moved around a lot and maybe that explains a lot with why I can't make up my mind sometimes of like what I want to do. Mm -hmm. Maybe that has something to do with that. I'm not sure. But um, yeah, after that, I graduated and then I went to live um, to Southern Maryland. Um, I, I lived there for like three months, then moved to New York. Um, I went there as an au pair to New York. And so I got the chance to live in Manhattan, which was really nice. Oh. A, re a really nice townhouse, which I could never afford being like a 19-year-old. So <laughs> then after that, um, I went to Oregon, Portland. Um, yeah, I'm just telling people where I've been. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, yeah, then after that, went back home to Costa Rica for a while. Um, 
Then I moved to Switzerland, started studying some German there. I took like, I was in Switzerland and Basel just for like three months. I took um, basic German lessons there. Then went back to Costa Rica and then I said, okay, what am I going to do with my German now? So I said, okay, maybe I'll just go to Germany. And then I ended up living in Frankfurt. That's where I'm studying right now. And then Erasmus happened, so that's why I'm here. But during all of like those places, I've been really into like learning languages. I um, took some French lessons when I was in New York. I really can't remember much. Uh, and then when I lived in Basel, I lived with like some Italian people. So, and I took Italian in high school. So I was like trying to learn Italian, which I really like. And it's really easy for me because I speak Spanish, so I can understand it really well. And then, um, yeah, now I'm like learning German because I had to for university. Maybe soon I'll learn some Danish. I don't know. So you can tell I'm all over the place. Like you normally, I was talking to you about this the other day. It's like you talk to people, especially in Germany. I don't know if that's a cultural thing. I'm trying not to move too much here. <laughs> um, um, people like just want to like finish high school and immediately is like, okay, what am I going to study? And then that decision you make when you're like 17, 18, it really does depend on what time you graduate. But at least at home is like, I skipped one year like because of all the changing and stuff. So I graduated when I was 17. And um, I really couldn't understand how somebody could ask me, what do you want to do for the rest of your life? Like, this is the decision you have to make. Like, what are you going to study? And that's what you're going to have to do as like your work for the rest of your life. And then I realized that's actually not true. Like, I believe that all my life. And I'm like, no, a ton of people study medicine and end up doing something in business or the other way around like it really doesn't have to do with but for me making that decision was the biggest anxiety attack I've ever had in my whole life um so I made it so many times I've told I've talked about the languages and like the places I lived but um yeah when I graduated I started studying chemistry and then I was just developing like some sort of like interest for physics so I started studying physics too and then I started dancing so I started like, using more of my time for dancing so uh, chemistry my grades started like yeah you know <laughs> what happens when you don't study that much especially chemistry so then after that I moved out and then I started doing languages here and there taking some courses like in, I I was really interested in environmental science. So yeah, to sum it all up, I'm all over the place. Um, ended up in literature, which is something I've loved my whole life. Like I've, I've always been interested in reading. And it's funny that we were talking about Harry Potter because I feel like Harry Potter was the first book I read in English. Because when I moved, I was seven. I moved from Costa Rica to Florida and I couldn't speak the language. So that was that was really tough for me. Like I could probably just say the colors and numbers because mm -hmm. I went to a private school at home and then I arrived and well everybody it was it was just tough because all the kids like they didn't understand like why doesn't she reply yeah and um I went to the library because like there was this r amazing um teacher that 
took me to the library and she said, like, if you read these, like, eventually you'll learn the language. And the first book I grabbed was Harry Potter. Oh, that's nice. So it's, yeah, I um, started reading Harry Potter and then that's what taught me how to speak English. And yeah, I think, and I think English has got, like, given me so many opportunities because that's the reason why I was able to travel so much, I think. So that's that's the story of my life i've lived a lot of lives i think <laughs> it sounds like you you've had a very interesting life yeah. <laughs> i was i was actually saying sorry go ahead no i was just gonna say that's impressive it sounds this is the thing because i was talking to sophie about this and i was like why would i go and say my story and she said well everybody has something interesting to say and I do believe that about everybody else but me. Like, but <laughs> I you think like, no, you that's, also very but that's so that's so typical. Like people think, okay, everybody has like super cool life stories, super cool things, and like I, I, it takes so much for me to admit that. Oh my god, okay, I think I have done things, and it's, it takes time to like say it out loud to like actually. And it's still, I feel like oh, I could be a bit more modest. Like, why would I say that? I just <laughs> no, feel like I'm bragging be. at times by saying, oh, yeah, that's such a, a cool life. But yeah, okay. Now I sort of see it. Mm-hmm. It is, it's, yeah. It, I guess it just shows I'm really easy going, I think. And I adapt really quickly. But it's because I've been moving since I've been really young. Yeah, could be. So, mm. But that has obviously like its pros and its cons. I feel like when I talk to all like my friends from back home, um, everybody has like this really uh, close group of friends that you like go through everything. Mm-hmm. Like, and I've been moving around so much that I, I yeah I do have friends that are yeah one is French and the other one's like from Poland and like from everywhere. But at the end of the day, it's like okay I have a lot of friends, but sometimes it does get lonely. Like I'm the one that all all the time is like starting new at a country and like having to make friends and then I have to go so it it's hard sometimes not that I'm saying oh my life is so hard obviously (laughs) but um yeah and it's just harder to like meet up with friends when they're they're all over the world so especially with covid (laughs) (laughs) which made traveling impossible Mm -hmm. yeah and um I was I was thinking of asking you about your time in New York. So That's how was your time ex- as a nanny? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk for all, like, all American culture, obviously. But, like, as people know, and that's not a myth, like, New York, New Yorkers are, like, super busy. Mm-hmm. And then they just go, go, go. Like, that's all they do. And maybe we can talk about that later. Because people are, like, praising... Um, people that are like always busy and like have no time for their families because they're just focusing on their career all the time and Mm. like are close to a burnout and then people are like oh wow your work ethic is so good and people applaud that applaud that and that is not what it should be but um yeah when I was there um it was yeah both parents were there but like the dad uh, lived in a different state because of his work And then, so the mom has a really big company. I cannot name it. Um, But yeah, she, 
she was busy most of the time. So I barely got to see her. I was making sure that everything was going to plan because there was three kids and there was a cook, there was another nanny, there was an, another person taking care of like the house, like cleaning and stuff. So there were a lot of people in the house, but it was a big house, but every kid had a different schedule. So like the boy had to go um, do his hockey, ice hockey classes while the little baby was in music class and the girl had to take some Mandarin lessons. So there was a lot of stuff happening all the time. And the mom was just busy all the time. So like in the minute she got home, it was for her like private massage. So it's it's interesting. It's an interesting dynamic because on one side is like, yeah, why do you want to have a family if you don't like get to spend that much time with them? And I wouldn't see like her being done with work and just wanting to go and see the kids. Like it's not in my time off. I want to have some quality time with them or something. So that was that. But on the other hand, is like, I just, I feel sometimes like I'm being a bit too tough on women that want to like keep on like achieving goals and like being in their career path. So it's, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, a, it's gray a gray line hard. there yeah, because, yeah. yeah, we just tend to be like, okay, the guy's at work and then when he comes home and he wants to like play with the kids for like 20 minutes, oh my God, he's a great dad. But like if the mom is like going to work and then comes home and has only 20 minutes to play with the kids and she does it, it's like, oh, how were you away for that amount of time? So it's an interesting question. We just have to like understand it's different. But yeah, American culture is really into working, 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 working until I burn out and I'm like stressed as I can't curse here. I'm really stressed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, that's that. But I don't know. It's it's a tough question because it really does depend like the situation. I think about my own situation, I think. And yeah, my parents were divorced and my mom was working all the time. So I also had to had a nanny at times and I know that my mom would have loved to be there like she was there for me but she also want she also needed it's not more like she wanted but like she needed to like go and work to like support us so I think there is yeah. also like a difference between the two um what do you mean? can I say I don't know I think there's always a, a big difference between rich people and how they do things and how middle-class people do things because mm -hmm. there is a difference between having a nanny who helps out yeah and there is a difference between having a nanny who actually raises, raises the kids, kids. Yeah. yeah yeah because i also had friends who were nannies and um s children so young were were um they had to take care of children who are, who were so young mm -hmm. that after a while the children they called them the nanny's mom. Yeah, oh, it's okay, that. people. That was just a super loud noise. <laughs> that we're trying <laughs> to record. <laughs> but actually, I wanted to add to the thing you said about when you were a nanny in New York, like the thing with the kids having the schedules, the mom being the mom and dad being busy and stuff. That's like things I've seen in American movies. 
I've never actually thought that would happen <laughs> that would in real happen. life. It yeah. Does, so yeah. I'm kind of like surprised, but at the same time, I'm not. Yeah. yeah because yeah. I mean, I know it does happen, of mm-hmm. course, but like actually hearing someone that experienced it firsthand, I'm just like, wow. Yeah, it does happen. Mm. It, there's something called like helicopters, dad, like parenting, sorry. That is like, yeah, it's basically, I what I think it is, is like parents having a ton of insecurities of things they weren't able to achieve. So they want like their kids, they explode their kids basically trying to get all these skills like done. Yeah. Mm. Um, which is really bad for the kid because most kids just want to like finish school. Yeah, it's okay if they have like a music lesson or a language class but like if every day they have something they can also get burned out (laughs) like that happens to kids too and most kids all they want is like just to go to the room and enjoy it especially the kids that i was taking care of they have they had massive rooms ton of toys but they had like no time to play with them so Mm. it's pretty sad at the same time another story probably for another day the amount of things they give them it's crazy it's another level because they're never gonna understand like the value of things if they get them like just whenever they want it so but yeah that that was a lot of a lot of stuff i love how um everybody i talk to especially in europe everybody's super interested obviously i think maybe because of america like having all these movies so people are like oh like sort of so know something but everybody always asks about that. They're always like, how is like living in America? What is like the myths? When, yeah, I don't know. But ask ahead. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So for me as an European, like all the knowledge I have about America is from like movies and media, like social media and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I've never actually been there. So I do remember like when I was on exchange myself, yeah. I met some Americans. Like I asked them so many basic questions, which yeah. are just like, this is like everyday knowledge for me like burgers and fries every day yeah (laughs) no but like i remember like i asked a girl about like university life and i asked her about like yeah so i in a conversation she mentioned like frat houses yeah and i was like all the like frat stuff and sorority stuff i've seen in american movies i was just Mm -hmm. like is that real and she was like yeah it's like exactly i'm always like parties every weekend and Mm -hmm. stuff yeah yeah i just i love that like fascination for the culture that people have outside of the country and it's it's just interesting because it just shows how we've been like programmed to like it somehow yeah. with all the media like mm. <laughs> bombarding like oh here this is what the american dream is this is what you should go do or like this is what fun is like it's just it's just interesting yeah although i love like don't get me wrong i love films myself a lot of them and most of them well not most of them but some of them obviously are from america but you know what i mean yeah mm. no i i remember when i was um when i was in high school mm-hmm. and um i went to a bilingual high school because i yeah i had a strong dream <laughs> i had a strong dream of uh, going to the us or yeah, something but exactly. now the more i learn about it i'm like i don't yeah. wanna mm. Like starting from healthcare and um, the tax system, yeah, I oh find no. it so weird that you go into a store yeah. and you don't know actually how much it costs, like the stuff, because the tax uh, is only added at after? checkout. Yeah, well, not in every store, but yeah, I think um, 
it's interesting because it's it just feeds to this like idea of like i want something i don't have mm-hmm. always wanting because like if you talk to any american like their dream is to go to paris or oh, yeah. go to rome and it's it's just like okay because that's the what's unknown to you or like new to you so it's just always when are we gonna feel like okay at least for me like i feel like i've six months in one place and that for me is like okay that's enough i need to like go find another place but i want one day i want to probably settle down somewhere mm. i don't know i hope and but, where would that be oh wow that's an interesting <laughs> question i have no i have no idea how to answer um i do love germany though like that i really like germany but i'm really liking denmark so who knows <laughs> you've only been here for like Maybe. a week <laughs> i'm loving this whole week of yeah like. <laughs> You're just ready to settle down. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. I found a place. <laughs> because, because you haven't paid taxes here yet. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's that rough. Is, no, but that's definitely one thing. I'm yeah. like, wow. Like, the prices here are crazy. Um, I'm thinking... I was thinking maybe that would be a good initiative to, like, find a place. Because I... Okay, let me just start this from, from the start. Um... I need to get a couple of books and I was just looking at the prices and they're just crazy. It's like crazy because in Germany, not to be comparing everything to like where I'm from, because that's not the point of going to a new country, but um, the prices of books, like I don't remember when I paid more than like 10 euro, which 10 euro, how much would 10 euro be in like that's Danish like krones? 75-ish. Yeah, 75. Okay, like 75 crowns. Imagine yeah. that being like the most expensive book you paid. Wow. And then wow. I come here and I'm like, okay, I have to get a couple books. That's fine. Then I look at the prices and I'm like, okay, maybe I'll find like a second hand bookstore. I've been like looking for a while online today, this morning, and I was like, nope, I don't think that's happening. I can't find anything. And I'm thinking that would be. Well, do you know any places? Actually, yeah. Um, there's a lot of Facebook groups for people who sell their books. Okay. So maybe you look on Facebook. Otherwise, maybe like um, there's this website called Den Blue Avis, like DBA. Yeah, I found, I, found, yeah. I found that one. Yeah. I actually bought my bike through that one. Yeah. I found like this YouTube video before I got here and like tips and tricks and stuff. And then, yeah, the girl in there said, mentioned that website. Mm. So I went online and then got my bike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just really proud one. of. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, that or Facebook groups. I think most students here, they use Facebook groups mm. to buy all, like used books. Yeah. Otherwise, Facebook marketplace, yeah. If you're lucky, you might find a PDF online. <laughs> That's usually what I do. That's like my like first go-to step. Like find a PDF. If I can't find that, I try okay. to find it used. Mm. Otherwise, I'll buy the book as yeah. new even though yeah. it hurts a lot it does i mean yeah especially for, like in a country that is like so into recycling i wonder why are there no more like there should be more possibilities to reuse the books instead of buying new books yeah. all the time mm. although well, obviously authors have to make a living too yeah and the thing with our university just a lot of teachers here th- mm. that are co-authors of the books they Makes use in their sense. class <laughs> That's why. so of course they want to yeah. be like yeah of course you have to buy this book and it has to and it has to be the latest version uh-huh of yeah course. <laughs> which i mean you can't blame them but at the same time we're poor students so. yeah true 
Go ahead. No, I was. Me and Franca was actually. We were actually talking about like the new. Like, there's a lot of great things about this school, mm-hmm. but the way it's built, it's like every time they want to build something new, they just add it. Kind of like there's no like order. They just yeah, add it like wherever there's space. Oh, there's yeah. even Lego. Exactly. There's <laughs> even there's even like an urban legend that yeah. um, the reason why some of the restrooms are so weirdly positioned is because they, they forgot to make. Mm-hmm. They forget to put in the bathroom. That kind of makes sense. And, Wait, and oh now, because <laughs> I've been to a couple, and that's true. I thought yeah. that. So, so and, and that's true. why some of them are like where um, like elevator shafts like and everything. Randomly mm. placed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure it's Wait, true, but it that actually makes a lot of sense. <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah. I feel like this should be in the podcast. It should. Like, yeah. Please keep this in. Uh, yeah, Let's I'm keep gonna this. keep it. In. It's, so, okay. it's so funny. Yeah. 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 And I, I heard it from a Danish student, so it's there not. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and you know, Danish students always tell. <laughs> yes always always <laughs> okay so the last question we have uh, for you is um could you share a life hack with us oh my goodness a life hack could be anything yeah um okay i actually yeah i'm gonna go for like the super cheesy like one which is just smile to people okay i feel like the world needs more friendly people out there and um yeah that's it that's a good hack yeah because yeah, then you'll you'll get all that positive energy back in your life mm-hmm. yeah that's nice okay that's a good hack thank you <laughs> and thank you for coming here yeah, it was yeah. a very thank nice you for episode. having me <laughs> <laughs> that was it for this week's episode of human service to you a special thank you to merit studio media for letting us use the studio and You can find us on our social media on Instagram, Facebook, and of course our website. See you next week.